I'm Sue, and this is Runner Girls, a podcast about women brought together by a love of running. And welcome to Michigan, Megan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How did the move go? It was good. The drive was really long. 12 hours is just a really long time to drive. And it rained all the way through Ohio, Ugh. which was about halfway in. And then I hit two hours of snow in Michigan. Ooh. It didn't stick. Okay. But it was just coming down. I imagine you probably don't have snow tires. No, I don't. My tires are in pretty good shape, and I'm at least a front-wheel drive. It was just really funny because it went from rain, and then right about as I crossed into Michigan, my rain turned white and thicker, and I'm like, "Hmm." (laughs) Hey, this rain looks bigger. I was like, this isn't, yes, I was like, this really isn't rain, but it's not sticking. And it quit making noise is really kind of what cued me in. I was like, (laughs) this rain got quiet. Yeah. I was like, I can't hear it hitting the windshield anymore. It's just, I don't drive in snow very often, especially snow that doesn't stick. It's not like a thing, really. It doesn't snow that often in North Carolina. Right. And never in Florida. So I was just like, hmm, this is interesting. I, of course, was wearing flip-flops to drive in, so (laughs) (laughs) I stopped at one point to get gas, and it's snowing on the ground around me, and I'm in flip-flops. So. Where I live, it's not legal to drive in flip-flops. <laughs> what? I'm surprised that you're surprised by that. I felt like that was like a common thing. Like you you can't drive. Well, maybe, maybe I'm thinking of bare feet. Like you can't drive in bare feet. That might be it. But flip-flops seem <laughs> don't seem safe to me. I drive in flip-flops so it's easier for me to drive barefoot because I can just take them off and oh, then when right. I Great. get out to get gas I can just put them on really yeah, quick. It's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're driving 12 hours. I mean, I don't always drive barefoot, but for long road trips I do. Yeah. When you're on the road for excessive periods of time, that's the best time to drive recklessly. <laughs> I don't think there's anything reckless about barefoot. I don't know why that's a law. <laughs> Just because you don't know why doesn't mean that it's not one or there's not a reason for it. (laughs) No, I don't know either, but (laughs) I'm just giving you a hard time because it's fun. Mm -hmm. So, but you're, but you got there safely. I did. And it's been a good week. It hasn't been as cold as I thought it would be. For instance, Tuesday, it snowed in North Carolina while it was 50 and sunny here. It was very twilight zony. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's snowing back home, but it's perfectly sunny and warmer here. Yeah. Okay. And then today it was like 40, feels like 33 with 20 mile an hour winds. So, you know. Yeah, that's what it's like here today. Yep. I was hoping to get a bike ride in this morning before I had to go to work and it was freezing or just above freezing, just a smidge above freezing, but feels like 28 (laughs) and 20 mile per hour winds with gusts over 40. So I'm like, "Mm." like good. I didn't no, I didn't bike. I did go for a short run though, which I'll talk about later because I'm like, well, I can run in that. (laughs) So here's my issue is that like biking, I feel like I don't stay as warm as when I'm running. Like when I'm running, I get warm quickly. When I'm riding a bike, I always feel cold unless it's hot out. 
So it just hasn't been warm enough for me to ride. But let's get back to you. So you got to Michigan safely. And I hear you're 29 now. I am. Yes. Happy birthday. Thanks. One year away from 30. (laughs) You know what? It's okay. I can't even tell you how many times I turned 29. So it's totally fine. (laughs) Just next year be like, I'm 29 again. (laughs) That's fun. So how was your birthday? It was good. My mom cooked and I spent it with my sister and my niece and nephew. So this was before you left? Yeah, it was two days before I left because my birthday was on Thursday and I left Saturday morning. Nice. So I just hung out with the kids and my mom had fun. It was actually really relaxing. So I was like, this is nice. Nice. Packed a little bit. Right. And then you made the trip out a couple days later. And now you're working from home? Yes. How's that going? Interesting. Um, I don't mind working from home. It's just when you're used to being in an office setting and then you are kind of still doing the same job before, but now you're doing it from far away. It's really weird to make that change because it's like, okay, I used to do it this way. How do I adjust to doing it this way? Right. And not being able to just go up to somebody and ask a question. Or so whatever. do you have like um, your coworkers on Skype or something? Yeah, we Skype a lot. And I've even called the office a couple times because I'm like, this is just going to be easier if I call you yeah. and ask these questions. But it's still, you know, it's not the same. And I like it. It's weirder being home alone all day because it's just me all day long. But I'll get used to that. Yeah. And you can talk to your coworkers and whatnot and. If you ever get bored, you can give me a call. <laughs> Actually, I'm at, I'm at the pool most of the time during the day, so I probably couldn't help you out. But, you know, um, you could always, like, Skype record, like, record your thoughts, and we could share it on the podcast. That would be fun. <laughs> I should. I almost um, shared my thoughts after my run today, but they wouldn't have been very podcast appropriate. Oh, interesting. I look forward to hearing about that. You did share a blog post on runagirlspodcast.com. I did. That was a pretty interesting read. You were comparing running to like being in a marriage. Just because they both require so much work. Yeah. And have so many phases to them, like ups and downs. I could see that like when you first start running, like getting addicted to like running and racing and whatnot. That's like the infatuation stage. <laughs> I think I'm past that. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> Most of the time. And then I run a really good race, like when I ran my half a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, okay, I love running again. Mm-hmm. You're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty. <laughs> <sighs> I'd like to get back there. I feel like it's, for me, it's an abusive relationship. <laughs> I saw your post and I could just, I was like, that sounds like Sue. Because I'm, I'm just, I'm always getting injured and I'm like, what the heck? It's like... It's like almost the opposite of me in a relationship because like as far as running goes, like I throw myself completely into it and I'm like so super needy and like want to give everything to it. And then it's like, why do you hurt me so much? (laughs) (laughs) That's not like my relationships at all in real life. (laughs) But 
But yeah, I think that's that's an interesting analogy. So anybody um, who hasn't read it yet, definitely check it out at runnergirlspodcast.com. It's been a while since we've been posting blog posts, but I think now that we're running again, we, we have stuff to talk about. So hopefully there'll be more action there. Um, so awesome. Big week for you. Big move. Big birthday. And lots of exciting changes with working from home and adjusting to running in Michigan and dealing with snow and all that. Yeah. <laughs> My week has been, um, weeks have been uh, less eventful. <laughs> um, I got more hours at the pool, so I've been there a lot more. And that's going well. It's It gets boring at times, but that's fine. I just got to be glad that it's not stressful. So I'm thankful for that. And I really like the people that I work with. They're like most for the most part, they're super cool. And even the part that isn't the most part, still pretty cool. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I like that. And what else? Nothing else is really going on. I can't think of anything. Survivor's awesome this year. <laughs> I like I need someone to talk about Survivor with. My mom's super into Survivor. I should call her up and talk to her about it. I'm sure she'll be thrilled. But yeah, I got a um a buff. Like, you know, they wear on Survivor. Mm -hmm. I got my first buff because I was watching um, the current season and they came out with this awesome, like, the new buff colors are so awesome. And I'm like, I need to get one. And so I got one and I'm excited and I'm going to wear it running or for my hair or whatever. I'm (laughs) nerding out about silly things. But it's funny because the day that I bought it, Jeff's like, he brought it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, I just ordered one. He's like, oh, you did? And he was like sounding all sad. I guess he was going to get one for me. Like the Aww. day that I, I was like, oh, it's sweet. So, yeah, not not much going on here. Are you ready to move along and talk about what we've been doing as far as running or training in general? Yes. All right. Let's start with you. You've had a busy couple of weeks. Have you been doing any training since we last spoke? I, I got out for my first run since we last spoke today. I wanted to make sure. Uh, well, I really wanted to try out Michigan running. Okay. And. I chose a bad day (laughs) just because it was so cold. Well, no, but it was really windy. Like the 20 mile an hour winds was freezing, but I got to explore a little bit. We have a um, park kind of, it's like half a mile out of the condo and it's about a half mile, mile trail around a lake and a cute little park. So I did that. I ran down there and then just ran back home and ran around the lake i dressed for 40 and if it would have been 40 i would have been fine (laughs) i did not dress for 38 feels like 33 with 20 mile an hour winds (laughs) so it was just breathing was really cold yeah all the cold air and the everything just breathing that in was colder than i wanted it to be yeah but the lake was pretty the run is not really hilly, but not really flat. Like there's some inclines, but they're not steep and not what I would call a hill either. Right. I need to get with a running group. I know there's a few. I just need to, I was just trying to get settled before I thought about leaving to go run again. It was not an eventful run because it was like under two miles. I did it at lunch. It was nice. That's the best thing about working from home so far. Yeah. I could just go for a lunch run. Yeah. And be like, okay, yay. Running in the middle of the day. Who would have thought? Yeah. 
I know. I didn't even long. know that was an option. <laughs> so how how what was the um what was the distance? Like one point eight miles. Okay. So just under two. And how are you feeling since the half? Fine. My time was really slow because my watch counted while I stopped to take pictures. Like it averaged twelve minute miles, but I stopped to take pictures and I walked a little bit just mm-hmm. because the cold air and breathing was painful. Right. But it wasn't bad. I like running still. I need to get out there and do it more, especially because I have a month till I run another half. Yep. So got to get ready for that. So what's your plan for this week? Oh, I'm following the Sue plan. <laughs> the Sue plan. Okay. So what was the Sue plan for this week? Cause I'm not following that. <laughs> Let me pull up the trusty Sue text message that I refer to. You remember what week you're on? Oh, you have a month left, so that. Yeah, I'm supposed to be doing a 10 mile long run. Ooh, and how do you feel about that? Or an 11 mile long run? Uh, I could probably do it. It's more going to be finding somewhere to do it. Yeah. That's the hardest part about moving is like, I know I can do that distance, it wouldn't be fast. But it's more, okay, where do I go to get 10 miles in? Mm-hmm. And there's a couple websites running ahead I was using today mm-hmm. just to see if anybody ran on the street outside the condo really quick. I was just like, do people actually run here? Because it's got a sidewalk, but I just want to make sure it's kind of safe. And it was. So I um, was like, well, I can run that. And that's how I found the park. Nice. I could see a little loop down there on the thing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, people have run down there at the park before. That's good. But other than that, there's, I know there's a running group that meets on Saturday mornings. I need to find the Facebook group for that again. Other than that, there's downtown. I saw a 10 mile loop through downtown. Nice. Double, I think that's a really cool way to get to explore the area that you live in. It's just kind of like trying out different routes, seeing where each one goes, deciding like what's going to be safe, what's going to be comfortable for you and, and, you know, seeing the area around you. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So that's what I, today it was really cool because I didn't know that park was there and I wouldn't have found it running or unless I was running. Right. Because that's just what it is and then it'll be cool to go downtown and I've been downtown once but you just know more when you run Mm -hmm. okay so there's like a 10 mile route close by within a couple miles I can do nice I don't know how safe it is it goes under an underpass you can always drive at first too to get an idea of like how it looks, what the shoulders look, looks like, what's the traffic like. Yeah. And I know downtown there's a trail thing. Ooh. But I don't know if it's trail trail or <laughs> paved trail. They're just called trails. I know people bike them too. I've been reading Reddit and online to find these things. I've been yeah. like, okay. I mean, generally, unless they say paved trail or gravel trail just assume it's going to be a dirt trail most likely usually people will specify if it's not yeah but then i've seen pictures of people on these trails and it's paved i'm like okay 
So I don't understand. Well, this one starts at a tavern. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know either. So this is... Do an out and back and end with a beer. (laughs) Yes, that's what this is, actually. (laughs) It's an out and back starting at a tavern that is 10 miles long. Makes sense. What a great way to end a 10 miler. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this one looks good, actually. It's at least through a city. So these are the things that I'm just having to figure out and think about and with my it took me a while before to feel comfortable to just go out and run and know where I was going and what I was doing so I'm just back there again yeah so you're going to get back on with the marathon training I mean yeah half marathon training um this week for flying pig and you know you're doing you're doing a good amount of distance out there in good old Cincinnati so make sure you get that training in (laughs) that's why I'm gonna run this weekend it's supposed to be 60 Saturday nice yeah same here I'm like what it's 30 and you know 38 and 20 mile an hour winds and it's gonna be 65 yeah I'm like this is we're weather twins now (laughs) yeah I I don't get to listen to you say oh it's 70 and hot here when I've you know in a blizzard Yeah, it's 78 in North Carolina today. <laughs> like 70 today and it'll be 78 Saturday. So, you know. <laughs> I get to be grumpy at them now. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? That's not fair. Well, great job getting out for your run and exploring your new area, your new home. And again, happy birthday. Awesome job turning 29. Thanks. Oh, before I forget, did you see the email today about the Pumpkin Man swim clinics? Yes. Okay. I cannot participate in them because I am very far away. And I would too, but the hours conflict with the hours that I work. Um, oh, I'm going to have okay. a new schedule. Like I pretty much get to make up my own schedule come summer. But but the cool thing is I work at a pool and we have a bunch of triathlon classes. <laughs> my my boss keeps telling me, oh, you got to stay and take one of the classes. But I'll, And I'll get into it when I talk about my training, but I'm just not ready to do it yet for various reasons. I saw at the Fleet Feet back home, they had a beginner triathlon like training thing. Like they took you through the basics of triathlons and That's like awesome. cycling and everything to get you to do your first triathlon. And I was like, that's so cool. I want to do it. I want to do it too. (laughs) Not near me anymore. (laughs) Well, you know, it's only a 12 hour road trip. (laughs) (laughs) One way, three times a week. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) All right. So last we spoke, I think I had just done my eight mile long run with Amy Next run after that, let's see, I gotta go look back. Yeah, that's about two weeks. All right. Next run after that was like four or five days later. I had mentioned, I believe, that on that long run with Amy, around like mile seven, I had to stop and walk because my hamstring was bothering me. And I think I had mentioned before my hamstring being a little iffy. Well, um, that's a theme that continues in my life. (laughs) Um, I did go out. Like, I I rested for, like, four or five days because I wasn't sure how I would feel. And that run did take a lot out of me. Like, it was really, like, legit long run stiffness and soreness. So my next run was uh, four miles and just took it nice and easy and clocked in a solid 12-minute mile. So that was good. Yay! Yeah. 
And then a couple days later, I met Amy for another long run. And this time we were going to do the Reds Road Race Loop, which is a five-mile loop. And we were going to do it twice. So that was the plan because I had done eight miles a week before. And I'm like, yeah, I could probably bump it up to 10. So what I told Amy was, you know, I'm not entirely sure. So we'll run the five miles and then we'll like decide at that point whether we want to do another five. And so we got out there and was a great run. Like, I really love that course, and I can't wait to do that race again. Actually, I think it's coming up this weekend now that I think about it. Yep. And it went really well until about mile four, and then my hamstring was not happy. Um, The run itself was great. Like, average under 12 minute miles I think our fastest mile was closer to 11 so like every mile was under 12 which I mean that's the first time (laughs) for me in a long time um so it was good but yeah my hamstring was not happy and I just told Amy like look I can't I can't push this you know after being out of running for a year I'm like I can't I just can't like take that chance and so I did because I'm such a great running friend I did coerce Amy into running the second loop by herself (laughs) because she had a half marathon coming up and I'm like you need to do this 10 miles I don't but you do and also she needed to prove her husband wrong because her husband said that nobody will run a loop course twice (laughs) of their own free will basically like he's like that's why you run an out and back so you do the full distance and I'm like you can't let your husband be right about this (laughs) so she got that done um I just stopped at the five miles and then I rested for a couple days (laughs) tried another run I decided that the problem was my hamstring was acting up on the hills And so I'm like, you know, for my next run, I'm just going to try on a flat route. So I I did like some like Google mapping of like, or map my run routes of like flat courses or flat routes to run. And I couldn't really find anything because this is New England. Um, I couldn't really find anything that was relatively flat the whole way through. So I ended up going out to the track and I'm just like, I'm just going to run around the track until I can't run anymore, get sick of it. So that was going to be my next distance run. Um, I was hoping for about eight or nine miles and I took it really easy. The thing was the like on the track, because it's flat, like you're able to run faster than you do on the hills and so I was trying to like control it so I was planning on doing like well I'll do one lap at 12 minute miles one lap at 11 30 pace next lap will be at 11 and then the next lap will be like 10 30 pace if I can handle it that's not what happened at all like I was averaging 11 minute miles from the start and couldn't <laughs> like I couldn't I couldn't maintain any other pace so but after like the third or fourth lap, I was gradually slowing down anyway, because I'm like, I can't sustain this. I'm not fit enough to sustain this. Um, So I definitely slowed down, but got to about, I think, five, maybe five and a half miles into this running around the track run, and my hamstring was not happy again. So it was flat, and I'm like, well, it's not the hills. (laughs) 
can't blame it on that this time. Um, so I ended up cutting my run short. Um, I had run to the track, which was a mile and a half from my house. So I tried to run back as much as I could. I, I got for running um, a total of about six and a half miles. But um, I ended up doing a lot of walking towards the end there. And it was uh, it was not good. And I knew like my hamstring wasn't doing well. So I didn't run again until today. So that was five days ago. I did swim on Monday. So now that I have more hours at the pool, I'm like, I really have no excuse not to swim at this point. Like I got to get back in the pool. So that was, that was my goal for this week, just to get in the pool at least once. Um, and it went well. I even did some work with the kickboard and with the pole boy, which I haven't done in a while, um, just to work on some technique stuff. I, I really do want to get faster just overall for the race. So I'm trying to learn more about like actual swimming workouts, which I've never really done. And I'm, you know, working with a lot of swimmers, I feel like, oh, that's a huge oversight because, you know, when you're running and training for running, you like you actually have to do speed workouts to actually get faster or, you know, do a ton of miles. So I don't see myself having a ton of time to put in a ton of miles swimming. I see maybe like two workouts a week <laughs> in my training because I also have to run and bike and to lift occasionally and stretch and foam roll. So there's just not enough time. So I'm like, I got to do some drills like to work on my speed in the in the pool so so that is my plan and I actually have a in-service training this weekend at the pool which is like ongoing lifeguard training so once you're a lifeguard you have to whatever pool you work at you have to continue your training with them just to stay fresh on your skills and whatnot so I have that this weekend and we're doing some in-water work so I'll be doing some swimming and some diving and stuff so that will be like a second bonus little swim workout this week. But after this week, I'm definitely going to commit to swimming twice a week now. I'm, I'm thinking every Monday and Friday. So one of the reasons why I haven't been swimming that much is because my shoulder, I get like pain in the front of my shoulder if I overdo it with upper body work or swimming in general, like swimming sometimes aggravates it. But it's been really good like the past couple months I've been resting it and it's been really good and I haven't really had much pain and it's, but I'm still trying to be conservative because like everything I do I freaking hurt myself so <laughs> I have to be like super conservative about it um so that was my swimming I haven't biked yet as I mentioned the weather hasn't been cooperative we've had some really beautiful days where it's been sunny and 60 degrees and during those days I've been at work and then my day's off and it's freaking 28 degrees and super windy and I'm like are you kidding me so I definitely need to like and I hate the stationary bike here's the other thing like I went out for my run today and I was just like I'm just gonna take it easy and see you know how my hamstrings doing um so I planned on doing a really short run I was you know I ran a mile out and was gonna run uh, a mile back home for two miles total and just see how it felt but half mile into the return trip my hamstring was mad at me again so I ended up walking the last half mile home and I decided Sue you got a big friggin race coming up how about you rest this and not keep trying to run on it because you can't run because it hurts so um I've done some research I figured out exactly I know exactly which muscle it is it's my biceps 
femoris long head if you're interested and I could tell because it's like the outer part of my hamstring and it like goes up into my butt almost so sometimes like I can feel it right in my butt and sometimes it's like the back of my leg depending on what I'm doing if I'm sitting in a chair for an extended period of time like the lifeguard chair for example um my butt starts getting achy and it's from that so um and so I did some research and average recovery time is four to six weeks so if I start resting now I will be recovered in time to begin the half iron training at the end of May so that's my plan I'm not going to run (laughs) just started running again (laughs) but I'm gonna rest I'm gonna take the time off let my hamstring heal and I'm not gonna bike either because that really aggravates my hamstrings too so I know that the indoor try that I did I could feel like my hamstrings were not happy with that, um, both of them. So I'm definitely going to rest and play it smart and recover in time to train properly for the half because that's the big goal. So no spring races on the calendar, unfortunately. I did want to do some, but I decided to be smart about this. And I'm trying to be okay with that decision. I was like this morning during my run, I was almost in tears on the way home because I was like, I can't believe this. Like my feet are finally okay, And now I have to stop running again. But I know the reason it's because my hamstrings are super tight and I'm working at it constantly. Like the frustrating thing is like how much time I put into foam rolling and stretching and like loosening everything like not even my not just my hamstrings I I focus on my hamstrings and my calves a lot but also my hip flexors flexors my adductors my IT bands anything that could possibly be tight down there I'm rolling the crap out of it and stretching I'm I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing I've been strengthening everything but you know I just gotta I don't know I'm an old lady this is what, I, was, what I mean no I mean I'm like I don't recover well anymore like it, well I guess one of the one of the problems with the hamstring specifically is that people who have hamstring injuries tend to get them chronically because when the muscle heals you get this scar tissue that doesn't stretch well it doesn't respond well to stretching and foam rolling like you really have to work to release those adhesions in the muscle and so if that doesn't get loosened up enough and you like like try to stretch that hamstring again like when you're flexing your knee during running it can snap or it can tear because the muscle's just not flexible enough to elongate that much so uh, one of the things i read was to help loosen up those uh the muscle and the adhesions um do getting like deep tissue massage so i booked one for tomorrow so i'm going to get that <laughs> done um if it goes well i'll probably do a you know a good deep tissue massage once a month for the entire lower body just like for preventative <laughs> care it can only help I know and Jeff helps me too like he still like does muscle rubs for me like whenever I ask him to and and I help him out because he has back problems but it's just it's frustrating because like you know I just started again but it's the same issues it's like the same issues that caused my feet to hurt are causing me to have muscle injuries I just I I'm when I when I was saying I'm an old lady what I mean is like I have years of sitting under my butt (laughs) to tighten up all these muscles and I just need to work harder at loosening up and it will happen 
I am determined. At some point, I might just give up and just be like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll just do yoga forever. I don't know. Anyway, so that's where I'm at. But I'm feeling good about it. And I feel good about I can continue swimming. I can, depending on if it aggravates my injury, I can think about doing some aqua jogging. But I guess it's not really a great source of recovery for hamstrings because it doesn't really, aqua jogging doesn't really um, target the hamstrings as well as actual running does. But it's still an option. Um, But yeah, and, and I went to the gym today and I did some upper body work and that was awesome. Um, my shoulder feels fine. <laughs> Yay. And, yeah. So, um, and there was a, they have like a glute kickback machine at the gym that targets both the glutes and the quadriceps, but not the hamstrings. So I did that. And I haven't decided yet if I think that the, it's lying to me about not targeting the hamstrings. I don't know if my, my hamstring is still mad at me for my run this morning or if it's mad about the glute machine. <laughs> so I'm not sure yet if I'll keep up with that one. I might give it one more try. We'll see. But yeah, so yeah, slightly frustrated, but I have my sight set on the big goal. And so I'm going to rest and focus on my swimming as much as I can. I got to like, see, the tendency for me is to like throw myself completely into that since that's all I can do right now. But I have to not do that because I don't want to, you know, piss off my shoulder next. (laughs) So yeah. I feel like an old lady, whether I am or not, I feel like it. (laughs) So that's where I'm at. Like, it's not much else I can do right now, you know? I'm I'm focusing on eating better because my diet has been pretty terrible the last couple of months. Um, I put on like 10 pounds in the past six months. Most of it is water weight. Um, One and a half pounds of it is muscle. (laughs) I know that for a fact, or from according to the body composition scale. But yeah, so like seven and a half pounds of water. And I've lost body fat, but I don't feel like it. I just feel bloated. <laughs> so um, so I'm eating better now, and the water weight's already starting to drop. So that's good. And I'm feeling better like mentally, because I was, like I'd just be sitting at the pool and just feeling so tired, but having slept like nine hours every night before like there's no reason for me to feel this sluggish and it's just because I've been not eating as well as I should have been um and now I'm feeling great so that's good so I can focus on getting my summer body (laughs) with swimming and you know nutrition and working out the upper body I don't know how well the legs are gonna hold up but (laughs) I'll I'll work on the show muscles up top (laughs) So, yeah, so that's where I'm at. You'll get there. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> maybe I will, maybe I won't. I'm, like, not tied to an outcome so much anymore because, like, right now my expectations are so low for anything. <laughs> I'm, like, you know, just getting well enough that I could run again was huge and will be huge again. Like, I, I'm, like, setting no time goals on anything at all. And, um, so when I see like my pace drop below a 12 minute mile, it's like, Oh, look at that. <laughs> That's a fun surprise. Cause it certainly didn't feel fast. <laughs> I know I do. The, the, my favorite thing about winter is that my watch is covered the whole time. 
Because yes. I have to wear long sleeves, so I don't look at it yeah. and pay attention to pace until the end. And then I'm like, oh, hey, I didn't know I was going that pace. And it, when I run by feel, I don't care if I'm going slower or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, I try to run on effort anyway. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, this feels like I'm going too hard. I need to slow down so I can do the full distance. So, like, I I, I constantly, like, keep my child myself in check effort wise but my watch like even though I don't like you like it's covered by my sleeve I can't see it it will vibrate every mile (laughs) and so of course I gotta go peel back my sleeve and just check what that mile time was (laughs) oh I'm way too cold to do that (laughs) I don't want all that cold air getting up in the sleeve so it stays there till I'm done oh really I have like multiple (laughs) layers of sleeves this isn't just one sleeve I'm talking about here this is like you know, two tech shirts and a fleece. <laughs> uh, well, see, because I have my my watch stays because uh, it's heart rate through mm-hmm. my wrist. So it stays oh. on the very bottom. So to be able to check anything, I have to peel back all the layers. Yeah. And that's not happening. Right. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Since my watch crapped out on me, I've been using my um, TomTom watch, which syncs up with my Jabra earbuds. So I have the heart rate monitor through the earbuds. And it comes through on the watch. So, like, my watch will show me what my Jabra earbuds are telling me my heart rate is. So, I don't need to have my watch right on my wrist. But I do need to have my earbuds in place properly. Yeah, those are awesome earbuds. I still love those. They're good. I wish I still had mine. They went to the death via dogs. (laughs) You've had a lot of, like, electronic devices ruined by pets. (laughs) Yes, yes. I don't even know how many, like, headsets you've gone through (laughs) from recording. (laughs) Four or five, at least. (laughs) Something like that. It's ridiculous. Until you finally got the wireless ones and there was nothing for the cats to chew on anymore. (laughs) Yep. And then I did have a pair of wireless go to the dogs. They chewed those. Two actually went to the dogs. Wow. But that's okay. So, you know. (laughs) But you're good now, right? Yes. I um, finally finished putting together my plan for Pumpkin Man in the final surge yesterday. It looks a little scary. We'll do do it. Wait, wait, your plan for Pumpkin Man, like the training plan? Yes. Okay. I haven't looked at it in a little while. I just, when you add together all the weeks, I was like, oh, that's actually a lot of miles. Oh, yeah. There's lots of miles involved. I would be lying if I didn't tell you or if I didn't say that I hadn't thought about, maybe we should just do the Olympic. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm very, I'm very nervous about the distance in in the training involved. Like, how the hell am I going to stay healthy? That's my biggest thing. Um, And I know how and I'll get through it and I will be fine. Because we're not going to do time and we're not going to do pushing stuff no no but we have to we have to make the cutoffs that's the thing like we can make the cutoffs without dying right but i'm saying like i am going to have to like train hard and train consistently to get up to speed to make the cutoffs yeah for the bike that's the thing like i'm gonna have to bike i'm already convinced like as soon as it's nice i am biking to work and back 26 miles round trip i'm doing that once if not twice a week and then my long ride on the weekend. It's necessary. Like, I have to get that time on the bike. Yeah, I need to find where we put 
our what time we need. What do you mean? Remember we had figured out our required paces? Yeah. We had it saved and I can't find it. Okay, so on the bike, 14 miles per hour. Okay. Um, swim, I think we need to average 245 per 100 yards, so 2 minutes, 45 seconds. Okay. Um, somewhere around there. I don't remember the exact number, but I think that one will be will be like a safe buffer for us, um, which that I'm, I'm okay with. Like, I can, I can do that easily, but for short distances. So I haven't swam a long distance in a long time. But I feel comfortable that after training, I'm going to be fine on the swim. But I'm going, I also like, I'm going to stick with you as much as possible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the other thing. So, and then um, the run, we have to average, I believe, uh, pace for a 2.30 half, which is just under. 11.29. Yeah, 11.30, just under 11.30. Yeah. So I think that, I think the running and the swimming, I'm not worried about. It's the biking and it's the longest part of the race. So I'm going to have to do a lot of work to get faster. Yeah, and I don't know what what to do about that other than just learn how to do it. I got to ride with other people, I guess. And I'm really afraid about that because all the other people I know that ride are much faster. And I don't know if they're going to want to, like, putter around with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I know, like, as a runner, I'm totally that runner. It's like, I don't care how slow we go. But I don't... Uh-huh. I don't know the cyclist well enough to know like, hey, can you interrupt your planned training ride to ride at my pace and help me get faster? Like, I just don't know how that works. So I got to I got to I got to find some riding friends. I don't know. <laughs> um, good luck <laughs> getting back on track with that half marathon training. I hope to be um, back there with you in about four to six weeks i have a actually a countdown timer on my phone to like get me excited about it so counting the days remaining till when i can run again um but yeah we'll, hopefully it won't take too long to pass six weeks is not that long overall and i could do other stuff in the meantime so that'll be good so did you have anything else that you wanted to say i am considering a fall marathon what I know. You're considering signing up for a fall marathon and then three weeks out deferring to the half or... (laughs) No, no. Like you legitimately want to train for one. Yes, I do. I really do. And so... Here, um, I have a proposal for you. I mean, did you have one in mind? Yes. Okay. So here's my proposal. You have a half marathon in four weeks. If you follow through... With that four weeks of half marathon training, and you're still sure that you want to do a marathon, I think you should sign up then. Okay. Why? Did you already register? No, I don't have money to register yet. So, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, taking on a half Ironman and then a marathon on top of that seems like a lot. There would be two months and I would only follow, I would not, so my plan was, because I looked at it, was to not change any of the training plan yep. for the half iron man not change any of the running just follow that strictly and then after your triathlon you would have two months to build up to marathon distance from the half yes and the half would be because there's a lot of distance put in so it's not like i'd be going so that was kind of my caveat with myself mm. you're going to be doing this anyway 
you could just train for two more months and run a marathon. See? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's doable. Yes. I had hopes of doing a fall marathon myself. So, I mean, I can't really like say like, no, that's a terrible idea. (laughs) And at least I waited till November. I didn't choose like an October fall marathon. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a good call. So, yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully that would work out. I'd love to see you do another marathon, like train for another marathon and have a better second marathon experience than your first. Cause I, and I know the first marathon is always rough. Um, mine was rough. Yours was rough. My second was so much better. And, but you know, I think the preparation plays a huge part of that too. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that would be awesome if you, you know, if you're sure you want to commit yourself and you're, you're, you're falling back in love with running. Yeah. So you're, you're back on board. <laughs> yes. All right. I'll stop momming you now. <laughs> no, it's okay. Cause I almost asked earlier, I'm like, okay, so what do I get to do if you don't stop running and you don't take care of yourself and recover? I almost mommed you earlier, <laughs> but we were on the podcast. So, <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. And I'm totally resting. I am. I've heard that, Sue, before. I'm totally Dude, doing what I need to do. I just took like a year off. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I can rest. <laughs> and I have other things to do. It's not like there's nothing I can do. And plus, we still get the podcast. Those six weeks are going to fly right by. So you don't worry about me, and, and I'll try not to worry about you. <laughs> deal? Yes, deal. All right. All right. So what are you going to do this weekend, Megan? Get outside and run. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. If you want to share anything, comments, questions, or your runs, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast. Tweet to us at runnergirlsshow. Tag us on Instagram at runnergirlspodcast. Or call the hotline at 207-200-3297. Download episodes at runnergirlspodcast.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.